0: Welcome back to our podcast, Build the Day. My name is Eva. and I'm Liam. And today we are interviewing Malay Hunter, and we also have interviewed
1: Mark Durkin, Mark,
0: Mark Durkin, and uh, the Mayor of
1: Derry City. Yep. And the uh, the main theme of this week's podcast is a five steps to well being. The five steps to well being are a way to look back at your mental health and try and improve your current state. These steps include: give, connect, connect be active. Take notice and keep learning. Throughout the podcast, we'll talk to you about each step individually and how you can go about using that step to help your mental health.
0: in the first episode of our podcast was a great success. Let's see what people
2: locally had to say about it. Hi, it's Ali here. I'm just about to introduce a special guest, if you'd like to introduce yourself.
3: Hi, Ali, it's Graham here. It's the Mayor of Dairy City and Stervant, District Council. And... I've been up at a celebration of youth engagement event here up in your part of the woods today.
2: What did you think the event was like?
3: I've been up here in Studio 2 quite a bit, and obviously with the different programmes, the EA, the Summer Jam programme, and through the Teabuck, I've been up supporting Ollie and the, the team up here. Absolutely amazing today, and it was also about recognising the young people, but the most important people here in Studio 2 as well as the volunteers.
2: And what do you think of the whole idea of a podcast and bringing a mental health forum to an area like this?
3: I think it's absolutely amazing. It's all about talking. It's about getting young people to talk, and what we heard here today is young people getting involved with studio two, with confidence and inspiring, and getting out of them dark places, and being able to be part of something amazing here in studio two.
2: So you've heard a speech from one of our young people, our hosts actually, Ryan. What do you think of his story?
3: Ryan, I was talking to Ryan after day. I was saying to Ray we have a future mayor there, Rhian was absolutely amazing and Rhian was saying this place has changed his life, he's out of the house now, his social skills, and I'll tell you what, it was absolutely outstanding, full of confidence, and it shows you exactly what these programmes are doing, it's helping, supporting young people, and I was talking to Rhian about what he wants to do in the future, because he's, he's just a top of the world at the moment, with confidence, and as I said, it's totally down to this place here. And he obviously had the chair on, which I think is made his day you now. He was taking a few snaps to say to his mum, but absolutely genuine field. Everybody done so well talking, and it's about young people there in the community, you know, finding the places that get here, and it just changes your life.
2: Well, thank you very much. Hopefully, we can have you back for. A future segment, if you're not I busy. will be
3: definitely, uh, I will definitely come and support you studio too, and I've been there as mayor, and after mayor I'll be supported but I'll definitely be up here for the podcast to see what it's all about, but thank you.
2: Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Hello folks, I am Rhian Temple from the Spotlight podcast, and today I am joined by MLA.
4: Mark H. Durkin here, I'm an SDLP MLA for FOIL, which I have been for quite some time now and I'll be running again for election in a couple of months' time.
1: Mark, are you new to Studio 2, or have you been here before? Because I've been here for about a month.
4: (laughs) No, like I was saying, I've been in politics uh, a long time. I was a councillor for six years, from 2005. I've probably been in politics longer than you've been alive. Or No, definitely. Uh, Definitely, I was born in 2007, so you have been. seen Uh, a lot of changes. And in terms of uh, Studio 2, it wasn't here in my early days and it's something that I know a lot of people worked hard to deliver and they've worked hard to grow and uh, to maintain and it's absolutely fantastic. I, l- I love calling down here. I mean it was here. It's only a couple of months since I was down here they did a fantastic thing at Christmas. I brought the children down they loved it and uh, what I love about it is the young people's involvement and in that so they came down and like there was a wee dance thing upstairs and it was all the all the kids doing it and they were showcasing the work that they've been doing and learning in here, and, and I think that's really brilliant because it gives, it helps. I think the young ones grow their confidence as well to to, to be able to demonstrate uh, their newfound skills and talents to people. And uh, I mean, that was the dance. I'm, I'm referring to it because my wee girl absolutely loved it. And yeah. She's raging the night when I say I'm coming here. again. <laughs> she wanted to, to uh, come again. I, uh, but there seemed to be something for everyone. You know, if dancing's not your thing, there's ones doing arts, music, gaming, yeah, the br- stuff that you're doing as well. It's
1: brilliant. There's everything. I come down because my ma said all the gaming clubs. She was referring to this drop in, which has about everything.
4: It's brilliant to see this facility here, uh, where it is, and I, I know there's other communities across the city that look and say, "Buck, I wish we had something like that." And I think that speaks volumes for the team here at Studio 2
1: I was it was actually it was a great outlet and so it was this podcast been the kind of discuss mental health issues and kind of the further a bit of my own understanding about how to talk about mental health and I know that's not it was kind of a bit of teens mental health is a bit of a taboo subject and I think this project's really helping break down that that mm. stigma
4: no well that stigma has been well and truly smashed it's something I've been speaking about and been passionate about for a long time, like currently, I'm the chair of the all party group, and Stormont. That's with all the political parties coming an all party group on mental health. I think that's great. We'd actually guys from Studio Two, and chatting to that meeting on Wednesday, which was great because you need other mental health organisations from across Northern Ireland, hearing, of the work that's going on here,
1: and Studio Two hearing of the work that's going on there, and it kind of benefits everybody.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So thanks for thanks for coming, and uh, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. And I'll get back you know, I'll let you know when the final
4: episode will this is coming out. Good man, me. I'm all looking forward to it.
1: Back to the five steps of well-being. The first step of the five steps of well-being is give.
0: Give is to like give someone a compliment, give someone a present, just to make them feel very very good about
1: themselves, and just to like boost their confidence a wee bit. The next step of five steps of well-being is to connect. They connect with others and new people. New people in your area or outside of your area is always a great way to express your mental health. Coming here has been a great opportunity to connect for everyone involved. And I hope it can be a way for you to connect with us and have a better outlook on your mental health. Be active. So
0: to be active is like to do something that you like whether like for me it would be dancing or to go for a walk. for, for all the people it could be to play football, to like go play basketball, like just to get off your feet and to like
1: just go and get fresh air. Take notice. Take notice of things around you and how people and yourself are feeling. Take notice of all the positives in your life.
0: Keep learning. Keep learning is to achieve a goal whether it could be doing something artistic, whether it could be baking a cake, whether it could be anything... Just something that you like, something that you're going to learn, and that you'll have with you for the rest of your life. They were the five steps to good well being. I hope that this will help you think about your mental health and to see if you think that you should do one of these. Uh, today we have a very special guest on with us, and we have my banter aka Serena.
5: Hello, and um,
0: we will be interviewing her today about her story of mental health and how she
5: um. um is absolutely class. Yeah, how, she, uh-huh. how,
0: how she's, she's got to this level class. of being
5: absolutely class. Yeah, how
0: <laughs> she's got so class.
1: Okay.
5: <laughs> what can a general review your job or what do you do essentially? So contrary to popular belief, although I am on TikTok and social media, um, I don't just make TikTok videos in my kitchen. Um, I actually have a digital marketing agency that does social media marketing and SEO and digital marketing for corporate organizations all around the world. I have my agency but as Mammy Banter has picked up I haven't been getting to spend as much time in that and expanding it but the beauty about it being mine and, and me being the, the founder of it is I've been able to reduce the amount of customers that I've taken on board since January because I knew that the book was coming out oh by the way I'm an author now an official author. an official author and here i thought i was mental writing spider-man movies in my bedroom hey but that's where it starts that's where it starts i used to do that and everything i do on tiktok when you think about it it's script writing and that's what i've always always wanted to do and i used to love reading when i was a kid as well
1: i'm i'm not a an awfully huge reader i like a comic book
5: but but you said you're listening to audibles when we were talking before we started
1: and that's not the odd time. My mummy bought me this eye mask with a speaker in it.
5: Class.
1: So I literally just sit down on my bed until I fall asleep.
5: And I love audiobooks for like when I'm walking. But I love nothing more than opening an actual real book. They're talking yeah, about the smell books. of a book. I love reading books. And see, especially in news, we were talking about it last week Um, on your on the first edition of the podcast about how things have changed, Aoife, you were saying yeah. for teenagers now and we're like oh we had it hard when we were school and you were like no it's changed so much a lot of mental health issues today are because of digital addiction
1: uh, it's hard it's hard in a different way can it the,
5: it is what it definitely is challenges
1: the generation
5: before also faced exactly and i've completely digressed and you asked me what i did so i am um, running a marketing agency I create content on social media and I'm an author I keep saying that because it doesn't you, feel real yet the book's you, not out yet but I just keep saying it because I'm like if I say it it will actually sink into my head I feel like I have imposter syndrome I'm like Aye, that's kind of really
1: what I've been like with a podcast too and kind of speaking to people and I was like I never thought I'd speak to people that are like like yourself you know, you have a million followers on TikTok at this point ah, but Ryan, you didn't know who I was uh, Stop bringing that up. No, it's okay. You can <laughs> say it though. Or like I had to speak in front of the mayor about a week ago and I was interviewing Mark and stuff and I was all, what has happened within the last like two weeks?
5: Do you mean in terms of your self-confidence or just the opportunities that have come they, from studio op- to in the, the, the podcast? Do you think that this is something then that, uh, and I know you're interviewing me, but I'm interviewing <laughs> you <and> now. <laughs> um, do you think this is something that has kind of opened your mind in the sense of something that you might potentially do in the future or as another career opportunity Aye,
1: it has it's definitely with my age they like with people my age can do stuff like this mm-hmm. this is this is an option like I
5: would have loved
1: this when I was your
5: age Oh my God, I would love this.
0: I uh, know, I really like it. So I do like this, the whole experience and everything, like it's opened my eyes more to like, i never thought about it before, but I'd
5: actually like, really like to be like a news presenter or like a radio presenter. That's so amazing. I was like, I kind of had the same personality as you two, just never shut up when I was in school and yeah. pretty outgoing. <laughs> oh, and... I
1: get reminded of that fact every day.
5: <laughs> I'm sure by your mommy and your teachers and everybody.
1: No, can I sh- shut up during class? I don't
5: like getting in trouble with teachers now. I was the same. I, I, I was a chatterbox, but I knew Wendy. Whole oh, tongue. I, I've, yeah. been, I've been Not laughed. to get into trouble. Uh, so what did you think of our first episode? Like, Did you enjoy it? Or? I really, really enjoyed it. I was super impressed because nobody else is doing this. Not yeah. locally anyway. And I haven't looked on to see if there's any happening on a larger scale. But what you are doing because... The podcast uh this season anyway, is dedicated to mental health and young people you're destigmatizing mental health and you're opening up that conversation among people your age and that is so important to do. We didn't have that, nobody really talked about mental health and for you guys to be able to get this opportunity to do it is not only helping you and your self-confidence and it's giving you those kind of ends of what a potential career as a presenter or a broadcaster look like i think it's fantastic but again the fact that you're having these conversations at your age is incredible and that's what needs to happen for mental health is the conversation needs to be more relaxed more open more honest and more accepted so that's why i'm all in with this podcast
0: do you think the five steps well-being is is useful
5: i do i do i think it's very high level I think there's a lot, um, that you could kinda break into subsections of the five steps and maybe flesh it out a bit. Do you guys think it's useful? I mean, is it something that you feel you're practicing?
0: It's definitely something I'm practicing. Like even like the like mindfulness part, like it wouldn't be the best thing for me. I'd rather go do something I like to do, like mm-hmm. dance here or like just be active walk or something. What would be your advice on how to take care of our mental health?
5: At your age, And it's it's the advice I give my daughter. She's she's your age. And it's a hard one for you because you are in the digital age. But just take a break from your phone. Your PlayStation, your Xbox, your tablet, your TV. You just need to take a break. Because we may have had mental health problems when we were your age. But we didn't have this digital age of destruction that not only creates anxiety depression, insecurities FOMO looking what other people are doing looking what other people have comparing yourselves to what other people have and what other people are doing it is honestly creating a mental health pandemic and it's going to continue to get worse this is something that's on your control and you mightn't feel like it the, one, the second bit of advice I'll give you for your mental health is identify what's in your control so if you start to feel yourself anxious or angry or insecure or getting wound up or comparing yourself to others or thinking everybody else is better stuff than me or looks better than me or has more than me. That's in your control. You put your phone down or you delete Snapchat for a few days. That is in your control. You can't turn around and then say it's really not fair. Like I, I just feel crap all the time. You are the person that's going on and scrolling through everybody's stories, and their snaps, their TikToks. If that is making you feel insecure, which it probably is, and by the way, everything on social media, it's not real. No matter what, you are comparing yourself to people's filtered, filtered to the halt, perfect perception of what they want you to see that their life is like. Not what their life is like. So when you think about it, this is something that's in your control, that is a lie, that is making your mental health bad. Take the control back, either delete an app, take a break. I'm not. Yes, the five steps of well-being in terms of being active and stuff we've talked already. Ifa, you like books, put Snapchat down, put TikTok down, open a book. Listen to audio books that are more about self help and confidence, and maybe people doing podcasts. Something that's aspirational for you, not something that's going to make you feel bad about yourself. I
1: like, I like that you're honest about that. You're not like, oh, you're feeling bad. Go watch my videos. Something, no, nudge, nudge Link in the description. No. Uh, the reason I, I set
5: up Mammy Banter was because um, I suffer with anxiety. I'm on medication for anxiety. I have been for quite a while. I've had depression. I struggle with it every day. Some days are good. Some days are bad. But the hardest lesson I learned was before Christmas, whenever, no, it was at the first lockdown. And I was working from home, I started putting on loads of weight. I was on Instagram just scrolling, looking at everybody else. And people were like making banana bread with their reins and out exercising out their backs, getting a loan of gym equipment and all this here stuff. And I was like, what is going on? I was falling apart, genuinely wondering how I was going to get my five-year-old, who was a primary one, to take me serious as a teacher. He wouldn't even take his teacher's years, never mind me. I was working full time. My husband was out of the house working because he was a key worker, so I was on my own. Then I was trying to help my daughter, who was in first year. As I say, eating really bad, no exercise, not getting outside. And the only free time that I was getting, me time, inverted commas, was going on Instagram to look at how everybody else was living.
0: And I got lower
5: and lower and lower. Do you know what I did? I deleted Instagram. I deleted Facebook. I deleted Twitter, but then I was like, oh, I can read a book, but I still want that entertainment because no matter what anybody says about social media, yes, it can be really, really negative for your mental health, but it's also a place where we can learn, where we can connect with people, where we can feel inspired or empowered. We can be entertained as well, and that's what I was missing when I deleted my social media. Then I found TikTok, and it was content creators that didn't have all these filters on. It was real people, real life. didn't matter if they had waked on. They were laughing about it. didn't matter if their lives were falling apart because they were trying to homeschool and work from home and earn a living. They were laughing about it because if they didn't, we'd cry about it. And this is where everybody was at. And I was like, this is it. This is the app for me because it's real life. And that's what I love about Mammy Banter. Everything about Mammy Banter is supposed to be real life.
0: Thank you very, very much, Sveena, for coming in. You're so
1: welcome, oh, guys. Thanks, then. it's just been a pleasure having you.
5: It's my pleasure. It's all mine. Thank you so much for having me. And I can't wait to see where this podcast is gonna go. You should be so, so proud of yourselves, and I am completely blown away by you two and by the entire team down here at Studio Two. I wish I had something like this when I was your age. Two superstars, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Alright,
1: tonight everybody, we have our just for laughs, where we'll be playing Guest tune featuring kazoos. On our Just For Laughs section today, we also have uh, Emily and Erin joining us.
0: Okay, so I'll go first, and Erin will guess what song I'm singing. The Jingle Bells. No, no. I did again. <laughs> oh, I know what it is now. What do you think it is? I
1: don't know. Emily. I don't have a clue. I know exactly what it is. What do you think it is? We don't talk about Bruno. No. Oh, I thought you were just copying me.
0: Shout out to my ex by
1: Little Mix. I've never I kinda it. hear that now. I'm gonna go next. Slum Shady. <laughs> it, it was indeed the real Slum Shady. So I'll go the again. Campaign. I know the song, but I don't know what name. What song is it then? Is it I'm not afraid by one? No. No, alright. Do, 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 do it again. I'll do it again. Wait, can't do that again. <laughs> <Next date? laughs>
0: I know what it is, I don't know what an Well it's like the What do you think it is? Like say a couple of lines or something. I don't know the words, it's just
1: like you know, the, the beat.
0: <laughs> yeah. Does no one know? It's Ways by Dean Lewis.
1: Have you never heard of that? No, I oh. have no, <laughs> I have never yeah, heard of that. I'm for right. second one. I don't think any of you're gonna get this, but I'll be good. It's not I just thought over again, you're not going to get it, we'll let you take it away. It's like 2004 or something. It's a Van story, Reptide. Now we're going to
0: have our editor Roma
2: have a go! Mamma Mia! Mamma Mia!
0: Another, Another show again! <laughs> I Ma- Ma- Guess what this song is? <laughs> I or is you it Michael like... I just know which
1: so I... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping the <laughs> kazoo. Keep week's word of the week is banter. Banter is a common slang term used in Ireland and other parts of the UK. The word banter means jokes or laughs. An example of this in a sentence would be, oh were you at that party last night? It was good banter. Thank you for listening to word of the week. Thank you so much for listening to our
0: podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it and we hope to hear you next week. See ya. Bye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.